Hello and welcome to the Strike a Balance podcast for working homeschool moms. This is Charlotte Jones. I'm a homeschool coach and homeschooling mom of twin boys. I know it can feel really overwhelming to keep all the balls in the air all the time. So each week I chat about tips and strategies for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom that you can implement in your life too. I also speak to awesome and inspiring women who manage to juggle homeschooling and work successfully and find out what their secrets are. Be sure to check out my Working Homeschool Mom Time Audit and Mindset Challenge in the show notes and sign up to my newsletter for lots of cool homeschool freebies. And if you ever need to chat, please book in a session with me. I'm so excited for you to be here and I hope you'll get so much value out of this episode. So let's get started. Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, I'm thrilled to introduce our favorite math curriculum to you. CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-century approach to learning. Favorably review in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review, the lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to a test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy-to-understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach means having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with a practical assessment. This three-pronged attack makes learning so much easier and more effective. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results, and the ones who were doing okay before are now doing brilliantly. Visit ctcmath.com today to start your free trial. And listeners, CTC Math is offering you an amazing special. Go to www.ctcmath.com forward slash MLH to get a half price discount plus a bonus six months free. That's C-T-C-M-A-T-H dot C. O-M forward slash M-L-H. Hi there, Working Homeschool Mom. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. This is episode number 41 of the Striker Balance podcast for Working Homeschool Moms. And today I talk to Christine Suarez. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues at the beginning, so the first couple of questions didn't record, but there's so much value in the rest of the episode that I really want to publish it today, so I'm going to do that. And I also just want to give you a quick little intro, which unfortunately got lost at the beginning. So Christine is a homeschool mom of two, and she lives in Brooklyn, New York, and she uses her 10 plus years of experience in education, psychological development, and homeschooling to empower other parents on her website, bloomingbrilliant.net. She's got a new business, Blooming Brilliant Books, which provides thoughtful resources, encouragement, and support to homeschooling parents all over the country and all over the world. So I'm sure you're going to love this episode as much as I enjoy talking to Christine. So how do you homeschool throughout the year? Do you kind of follow a more traditional schedule, or do you take, or do you homeschool year-round? I feel like we're always learning. So while I, I I typically stick to the traditional school schedule only because sometimes we just need to take a break and it, it works out that way. Um, 
but I feel like I'm always trying to like continue the learning even when we're on break, you know? Sure, absolutely. I think, but we feel a lot of pressure, I think, as homeschooling parents, though, to kind of make sure that our kids are learning all the time. Yes, for sure. Um, and how do you stay organized, like in terms of kind of getting everything done, fitting everything in a day? What are kind of some of the things you do to stay organized? So I have two two major things that help me stay organized. I use a planner and I write down all the important things, all even non-important things, and just try to keep track, especially for our homeschool. I have a specific homeschool planner where I put everything in, but I really make sure that I'm keeping track of what my kids are doing because here in New York, we have a lot of paperwork. And so making sure I have really detailed descriptions of what of what they have done, like what they've accomplished for the day helps me later on when I'm doing like the quarterly reports here and stuff. So I also have a big whiteboard, like a big whiteboard calendar that you can erase and stuff. And I put all like the important things that I'm doing, like this podcast is on there. So everybody knows and hopefully everybody like it all syncs and works and everybody pays attention to it. Um, And those really helped me to stay organized in our homeschool. I know a lot of people are kind of worried when they are in states that require a lot of paperwork. Do you have any tips that you could share, especially like when people start out maybe and they feel a bit overwhelmed by everything that they have to hand in? Yes, I. it is very overwhelming. And that's why I started, you know, being more present online and sharing our experience um, in homeschooling because New York is very heavy with the paperwork, a lot of um, requirements and and things that we need to, you know, meet. And I said, I'm overwhelmed. I'm terrified every step of the way. So let me make this easier for my fellow New Yorkers who are interested in homeschooling, but are, are getting too frightened away or overwhelmed to even start moving. So my first tip is to just get started. I know it seems really scary and overwhelming, but just beginning, just saying, you know what, even if I make mistakes because mistakes are going to happen, I'm just going to go for it. And doing your research, you know, seeing if there's things out there that show you how to fill out the paperwork, making sure you're doing everything correctly, and then just going for it and taking the that first step and doing it a little at a time, you know not stressing about everything because I have people that just start out homeschooling and are worried about not only like sending in a letter of intent, which we have to do here, but also like the annual assessments, the annual assessments that are um, going on at the very end of the, of the homeschool year. Hmm, Yes. I can imagine it must be, but I think some people actually even move States because for that very reason, because I think it, I often see in the Facebook groups, people are like, tell me which state has got the least amount of paperwork. Yes, I've seen that as well. (laughs) Um, Okay. And what would you say is your absolute favorite homeschooling resource and why? Well, in terms of like the tools I use, I probably really like having like my homeschool planner only because it helps me to track everything. And then like when I, like I said, when I have to do those things for paperwork and everything, everything is in one place and keeps me really organized and, and sane because I need to just have all of that stuff in one place because I'll forget it. So I think that would be my like absolute top homeschooling resource. And then in terms of learning resources, do you have something that you really, really like to use with your kids? 
Well, we love reading and diving into all different forms of like literature. And probably I found um, Brave Writer. I don't know if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. And we are like diehards when it comes to, to that program and, and all the things that they provide. They provide classes as well. And yeah, that's probably the, the top thing that we will go back to every single year. But I could imagine that New York has loads of really cool things to visit as well, though. I can imagine you must do loads of really fun field trips. Yes, there's tons of museums and activities, events and things that we can do here, which is great as well. And using our library, I know that sounds so cliche in the homeschooling um, sphere, but you get so many discounts that you don't even realize from the library So anybody can take advantage of all of that. Because I know like homeschooling, you can vary with your budget. It's very stressful when you decide to homeschool and you're taking on all this responsibility. So I utilize the library a ton when it comes to everything, like free resources and discounts and everything. I think, no, I, th- I mean, I also agree that the library has to be the best. And lots of people do say it is true, but it's the reason they say it, it's because it's true, I think. Libraries are amazing. It is. <laughs> and have there been times when you've wanted to quit homeschooling? And if, if you've been through times like that, how did you get through them? Of course. Um, it, it's ne- I have wanted to quit numerous times or just give it up, but I was never truly serious about it. I mean, we all get frustrated or we hit a difficult spot in our homeschool and we just don't know what to do. Taking a minute, sometimes a day, um, maybe even a few days to regroup and get my mindset back really does help as well as help the kids. Like we just say, you know what, something's not working for us right now. Let's just take a break and we'll get back to it when when we're ready you know <laughs> sometimes just doing that really does help sure absolutely and then what about if you have like a really tough day do you have kind of anything to that you do to get through a tough day well if we're having a really tough day in our homeschool like i said sometimes i let it go i'll let the day just be like doing something that we're interested in that usually really helps us get back on track is to either dive into something I'm interested in and then they like follow along or jumping into something they are interested in or even just taking the day to just do something relaxing like watching a documentary or an educational show or something that we can tie back to our literature anything like that usually just gives us a nice break but also feels like we're still doing our homeschool. And you did mention mindset. So how important do you think mindset is for being a successful working homeschool mom? I think that is the most important thing when you're starting out in your homeschool, but also throughout um, your homeschool. Developing a growth mindset, knowing that mistakes happen, learning from your mistakes, that failure, you know, there's no such thing. It's just, you know, finding another solution. Um, in homeschooling is really important because a lot of times when we start homeschooling or even in the midst of homeschooling, we feel like we're not capable for some reason because we're told that we're supposed to, our kids are supposed to be educated from elsewhere. So we're not enough. We need a degree in order to like homeschool our children or to teach our children. And a lot of times that's not a really great mindset to come in with, not feeling like you're enough or that you're capable. So making sure that you take that time to really develop 
that growth mindset, that positive mindset for yourself and also as a model for your kids really does wonders when it comes to homeschooling. Yes, I think it's almost like, especially when you start out, it's, I think it's more important than the curriculum you use or what you're going to teach your kids. Because if you don't have your mindset right, it can kind of set you up for disaster in a way. And I think a lot of it comes from comparison as well. I don't know if you felt like that yes. when you started out. Yes, for sure. Even even in the midst of, of homeschooling, there's so many times that you end up looking for something fun to do in your homeschool. You go down like the Pinterest, you go down like the Instagram, because you obviously you're interested in education, you're interested in homeschooling your child. So you want to see what everyone else is doing. And then you end up comparing yourself and feeling like, well, they are all happy. You don't see the brother and sister fighting. You don't see them like wanting to like scream and cry or hide in the closet. <laughs> you don't see the negative side or the side where they're struggling. You only see like the the beautiful pictures that they are able to share. And homeschooling has all of it. It has the beauty and the things that you're going to take for years and years and have memories about. But it also has the chaos. It also has the stress. It also has the bad times. And I think it's important to have a good mindset when you have to deal with all of that. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I must say that I have noticed that people are trying to be kind of more honest. And I've seen those people are doing well on Instagram if they're kind of really being a lot more honest about, you know, the, the messiness of homeschooling. Yes. Mm. And that's a good thing because it can make you feel awful if you're looking at people who have these like pictures. Oh, God. Yes, I've been there. I've been like looking at homeschool, yeah, at homeschoolers, and like everything looks perfect. And I'm just in this tidy apartment, and I'm trying to make it work, and it doesn't look like that. I shouldn't yeah, even show up on Instagram. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. So I, I get that. And what does self care look like for you? Self care, like I said, I try to wake up before my children. Sometimes that works, but regardless, self care is knowing when to stop and take breaks. Um, it's also taking a moment to make sure that my mindset is strong. So I, I do daily affirmations. Um, I share some of that on my, on my social media. Um, I like to read things that uplift me a lot of personal development, um, doing like just making sure my basic needs are met, making sure that I'm moving my body, making sure that I'm drinking enough water, things like that. Music also really helps with, um, self-care and mindset it's just getting you out of where you are and back into like a good fun time um and so many parents we we put ourselves last or maybe we don't even put ourselves on the list and we feel like guilty for taking the time for ourselves but it's really important for us to um do self-care and put ourselves not even on the bottom of the list but on the very top because that's the only way we can take care of everyone and everything else around us. Yeah, it's true. I mean, as working homeschool moms, I think self-care can sometimes also look, not look like what it looks like on Instagram. <laughs> so we have to take whatever yeah. like little moments that we can. But I think obviously that we need to just be mindful that we actually do it though. Yeah, it's like some days it's just making sure that I finish the bottle of water. <laughs> it's oh, like just really? making sure that I, I said one affirmation <laughs> just so that way... I'm taking care of myself. Exactly. And it becomes a habit, I think, which is important as well. And it can be scary at the beginning because I think a lot of, especially, I mean, I don't want to, okay, let me just say moms, <laughs> but especially moms feel like, can. I mean, mom guilt is something else, isn't it? And it, it can really overtake you. 
and make you not want to do anything except serve your children or, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, if you think back to when you started homeschooling, what do you think is the very, or the most important thing when you start out with homeschooling? Well, I say like the, one of the most important things is definitely making sure that you have a growth mindset, a mindset that's ready to take on all of this. But also one thing that I would probably not been able to, let me see, how do I learn this? The most important thing is probably taking time and de-schooling for myself and for my kids, because so much of our lives, even if you were homeschooled as a child and you continue the homeschooling with your kids, there's so much in media and, and things, unless you live in a complete bubble. S traditional school is so ingrained in us as a society that we will make homeschool, we will ruin it by making it look like school at home. And so that's probably the most important thing is making sure that if, if I'm a new homeschooler, that I'm taking a minute to reimagine what school is going to look like for my kids, not do anything that looks like school. You, you know, you know, I think that's the most important thing starting out. Sure. That's definitely my number one piece of advice as well is to, and it can really take a while to program yourself out of that mindset though. So I think also Sometimes thing, people think de-schooling is like, okay, we're going to do it like for a week or two. But I mean, it can be quite a long process. We took ages to de-school. Yeah. So we were really ready. I was going to say, and you could find yourself slip into it even in the midst of homeschooling, like for years down the line. And you're like, wait, why am I trying to like match up with what they're doing in public school when that obviously is not what I wanted. Or, you know, you, you catch yourself trying to do something like getting upset that something's not done. And you're like, wait, wait, <laughs> what am I doing? And then you need to like do a little moment of de-schooling again for yourself, for the kids. I'm like, no, this is not what we wanted. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And that's another thing. It's not one and done. It's a, it can happen many, many times during your homeschooling. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. And what about for being a working homeschool mom? What is something that's really like your number one piece of advice? Because it's quite a, a difficult path, as we both know, <laughs> to, to walk. So what would yes. you say is your number one piece of advice to be a happy and thriving working homeschool mom? I would say knowing being flexible is always my top tip for either thing. Being a working homeschool mom or just a homeschool mom, it's really important that you are flexible because if you're really rigid you're there's things that are bound to pop up and things that are bound to not work out perfectly because nothing works out perfectly and if you can handle the being flexible with the the ups and downs of everything then then you're good you know having a schedule or having a routine that's all great but when something happens in your home somebody gets sick or or something breaks that flexibility is what you're going to need to rely on. Yes. And, and also the mindset, knowing that you're capable and you're enough to do it and taking everything one step at a time. Yes, it's so true. But yeah, flexibility, I think it's, it's the reason why I love homeschooling so much. And, you know, being a working homeschool mom, it's just, uh, yeah, I think it's the very best thing about homeschooling, definitely. And finally, are you working on anything at the moment that you would like to share? And where can people find you online? So for the past like year or so, I have been um, creating books over on Amazon for both kids and parents. A lot of it does tie into having a growth mindset and mindfulness for everyone, but also a lot of homeschooling stuff. Like I have a homeschool pep talk, um, like journal and 
I also have some planners on there. So you can find that on um, Amazon by searching Blooming Brilliant Homeschoolers. And you could also find me on my website, which is bloomingbrilliant.net, as well as on social media and YouTube. If you search Blooming Brilliant Homeschoolers, you should be able to find me. Okay, awesome. And I will link that in the show notes as well. Thank you so very much for your time. It was really fantastic to talk to you about being a working homeschool mom. Thank you. It was so great being here. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Drop me a DM on Instagram or post on the Working Homeschool Mom support group over on Facebook. And let me know what resonated the most with you. It would also be great if you could rate, review and subscribe or share the podcast with a working homeschool mom who might need it. It's my mission to support as many working homeschool moms as possible. Until next time, take care.